Hello and welcome to the new Digital Age PMU podcast. My name is Justin Pierce and I'm the editor. These podcasts are a series of short interviews with some of the amazing women who have taken part in the Practice Makes Some Perfect programme. A course developed in association with Amy Keane that helps women find and finesse their public voices. Helen, hi, and welcome to the NDA PMU podcast. First of all, before we launch into today's topic, I want you to tell me a little bit about yourself, who you are, where you work, what you do there, and perhaps a, a little bit about your past experience. Hi, thank you very much for having me here. So my name is Helen Oreta. Um, I'm Peruvian. I come from Peru. I moved to Europe a couple of years ago, many years ago, actually. I started working in Hamburg for a company called Adform. Um, and I have been working in, in Hamburg for two and a half years, and then I decided to move to Finland. So I am living now in Finland. I got married, have a, a, a dog uh, called Tequila. So yeah, and actually, yeah, past experiences. Well, I have been technical account manager, platform solution consultant, then working lo- locally and also globally. But nowadays, I'm working in the commercial um, area, so I decided to become an account manager. I recently was promoted to um, a senior account manager. Fantastic, senior account manager. And moving from all these things, I mean, I'm always in awe of people who can move from country to country, new cultures, new languages, new people, got married, new dog, um, all sorts of things going on. So it's, you know, there's there's a lot of things happening in your life, I imagine. So so I can imagine that's that's a really good reason why we've got the title of today's podcast, which is Changing Habits for a Healthy Mindset. I think we could all do with a healthy mindset. So the first thing I'd like to know is what does it take to break a habit? Well, actually, I have been doing my own research on that in several different ways. Um, I was reading different articles and watching different YouTube videos and so on because I really wanted to, you know, change some things and some patterns and behavior for myself. But actually, I was, you know, not being successful. Like, I was sucking at it like it was horrible but actually I I met um, a speaker her name is uh, Mel Robbins and actually she completely opened my mind she 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 in one of her TED talks or in one of these videos where she was talking she actually definitely said um, it really to change a behavior it really takes effort, consistency, and time. But the most important thing is I need to stop bullshitting myself, like really. And that hit me so much in, in my head. Like it's asking yourself, do you really want to get rid of X behavior? Do you really want to do it? Or are you just, you know, like bullshitting yourself? You just want to, you just desire it, just wish it but you are not up to do the whole work that is going to take into changing something. So that was the crucial question that she did and the, the crucial question that I did myself. It's I'm not changing to show something to others. It is only for me. I can lie maybe to others, but I cannot lie to myself what I want and how much it's going to take the effort. And of course, she has also some other techniques and so on that I started following like this, you know, five second rules, you know, like just trying to trick the mind, just trying to do it, you know, before your mind starts sabotaging yourself and saying, no, no, please, you know, 
stay in the bed is, you know, everything's so warm. Yes, press the snooze button or don't go to the gym. It's going to be painful and whatever and so on. So actually it was, it was very good. And, you know, that the last thing that I just remember, it was definitely do it for you. Like I want to do it for myself, not for my Instagram account, not for absolute anybody, not to show some someone anything. It's just to do it for me. So what sort of habits were you looking to change? Without getting too personal, let's sort of keep keep it nice and, and top level for you. So what sort of habits have you found most useful to try and change that have helped your mindset, either professionally or in terms of motivation, etc.? Um, actually, I started first with um, this sleep deprivation, and I was someone who was very um, this night all. I could stay until 2 a.m., 3 a.m., and it was, like, horrible. I couldn't stop. Like, I couldn't really press the turn-off button of the TV and say, now it's time to go to bed. And that came always with, with you know, like with, with consequence. It was the next morning, being at a.m. in the morning, 8.30, being super like, oh, no, it's no spotting again. Next time, next time, five, six, seven times, no spotting. And it was horrible. And I remember. When I told my husband, I will change it now. I will wake up at 5.30 a.m. in the morning every day for 66 days. And he couldn't believe it. He was even laughing to me. and said, like, I don't think so. You are a night owl. You cannot do that. La, 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 la. But at the end, I did it. But, of course, following these different tricks and so on. That was the first thing. And when I realized myself that I could do it, then suddenly it opened up Pandora box. Suddenly, I started to try it out with a lot of different things, trying with minimalism, trying with, uh, you know, like silent retreatments, uh, quitting alcohol and also quitting social media, which was for me, you know, these two last things, that, the biggest changes in my life. So for these sound like pretty sort of major changes to make. Um, and you mentioned that you did the, the sleep one for sort of 66 days. Is that right? Yeah, it was 66 that's, that's a long time of getting up at 5.30 in the morning. Is it is it so that you want to get up at 5.30 in the morning every morning from now until forever? Or is it to try and just, is it a, is it a drastic reset so that you maybe go to bed at 11 p.m. and get up at 7 from now on so that you, you're kind of, you've, you've reset your clock and reset your habits by doing something very dramatic to them, only to then go back to a moderate version. Exactly, exactly what you said. For me, it was like a star resetting, a star learning slowly. I don't have to wake up at 5.30 every single day, but actually during those 66 days, I took the time to follow um, things that uh, there's also like Robin Sharma, someone who I was you know reading and following a lot, and he had this 5 a.m. club, and I was, you know, really trying to do the job during the mornings, trying to sit down and then think, meditate a little bit, taking care a little bit more about my, you know, like healthy, my mind and everything. And I, I think everything helped for later on, the changes that came later on was, it was a little bit easier. But of course, at that time, I decided to do the 5.30 a.m. But then I started waking up at 6.30, so after the 66 days. And now it's pretty, pretty easy for me to go to bed like at 10, 10 30. And, and it's okay. And I have completely forgotten the days when I was going to bed at 3 30 a.m. in the morning. 
in a weekday. I mean, it it sounds like a, a wonderful thing to do if you're if you're so motivated if you're very motivated to do it. But um, one of the things is obviously if you're looking at someone like you who succeeded in doing this thing, and also s- several other things that you've just mentioned, um, it can sometimes seem a bit well. Um, it was great for Helen because you know she succeeded; she was great at it. I've tried these things and and I've hit a roadblock and I didn't enjoy it or I was having. Can you give us any examples of where you actually found doing that hard, that you had to to overcome it and go, actually, you know what? I've really got to grit my teeth and keep going. Yeah, um, definitely in the, you know, like leaving or stopping drinking alcohol. Uh, that when I decided to do it in 2020 and at the same time stop uh, having Instagram, uh, Facebook and having uh, even I had some stops with, uh, with with WhatsApp itself, having this very, you know, silent times, not using it. It was very, uh, very difficult, not only because of my own behavior. I really wanted to do it. It was so set in my brain and so set into my whole system. But I, I, I don't know, like I was very short. And as I said, from the beginning, for the first question, you know, I was doing it for myself. I was very sure I wanted to do it. And I knew from the very beginning, it's going to be a very difficult road. But of course, it was even more difficult when I saw how the rest of the people started having their own opinions about the things I was changing. Because the other things were not visible. Like if I'm going to bed early or late, nobody knows, only my husband. Or if I'm doing a minimalist, or it's also the same. It's like in my house, in my own, you know, uh, garderobe and so on. But social drinking and not having social media or Instagram, Facebook was suddenly super visible to everybody. And of course, there was a lot of people, especially my, you know, my, my very closer circle, having their own opinions. Why are you doing this? Something has happened to you and la 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 and so on. And of course that part was more difficult. Like start handling every single discussion, start handling every single polemic, you know, like conversation. Do you have any tips for people? Because that's that is quite a common thing, isn't it? People find their own um, decisions challenged when someone decides to change the way they do something, particularly if we all do something socially together if we all go out to the pub and drink socially together then one of us stops there can be the suggestion that it's a judgment on the others did you I mean obviously you found that they found it challenging did you have Garner any tips or um, ideas for someone in a similar situation to deal with with those people and you know you want them to stay your friends you know <laughs> you don't want them to yes friend. but you Definitely. have to be able to explain that this isn't a challenging behavior that this is about me what sort of things would you advise talking about? Wow, I think I probably don't have the super perfect answer to this because it has been a challenge. And I think it has been, as I said, that was the two most difficult things that I did because it involved very close friends. It involved very close conversations and, of course, a lot of patience. Because having exactly the same question exactly every single evening, every single weekend for two to three hours. Why are you not drinking? Why don't you have social media? Every single, it, it requires a lot of patience. 
<laughs> I think that is one of the advices that I could say. Like, please have a lot of patience. Just remember every single time you are doing it for yourself. You're doing it because I was doing it for my own health. I knew I had like a higher reason for that, like alcohol, because of my own behavior, my own health, my own uh, mentally peace. You know, I, I want to have peace, you know, in my own emotions and everything. And in the case of social media, I think it was exactly the same. I just wanted to get rid of all this social anxiety, see, okay, who is posting what? And, and with this speed of okay, who is liking what and so on. I just wanted to get this very peaceful area where I just live in my own life. So I was always remembering those things. And I was, okay, I'm going to answer this question again for the 100th time. <laughs> <laughs> and they're going, you haven't changed your mind yet? No, for the 100th time? Exactly. You know, like, are you really? Okay, how many days still? Like, yeah, like a lot, <laughs> a lot of days. <laughs> oh dear. So, have you? I mean, are you still on this sort of project of? I don't want to call it a project, actually, but are you still following this kind of idea to find different parts of your mindset and habits to change, or do you feel you've tackled the big ones, and that maybe there are sort of sort of smaller tweaks, adjustments that you want to make from now on? Yeah, I think there is um, the smaller adjustment seems very appealing to me. Like I started feeling like recognizing some things where I can also get better, not such a big project, you know, like like I had in these last almost last two years. But yeah, like trying to improve also myself in other areas, but you know, just tweaking here and there. And but I think it has brought me so much confidence to things that I have changed because I have confidence on myself. And this is something that I can tell to everybody. When you reach those things, suddenly you really feel like you have superpowers. You have this willpower to do something that you believed in the past you couldn't. And suddenly it multiplies so much and your whole really your whole belief system changes you believe in yourself you believe that you have the discipline to do and reach something and this is so nice for the for the whole I don't know for the whole soul it's so good (laughs) fantastic Helen I feel absolutely inspired listening to you about the the challenges that you've set yourself and how you've you know really applied yourself to to tackling them and those great sort of thoughts on how to deal with people around you and the sort of resources that you you looked into when you wanted to to embrace this change it's been fantastic chatting to you thank you so much for spending your time with us and sharing these great insights thanks to you for having me it has been really really a great pleasure thanks a lot Thank you.